0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the 344th episode of the podcast. And if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking out the podcast. Really do appreciate it. If you're a long-time listener, thanks for sticking with the podcast. I know it's a two-way street when it comes to relationships. So I appreciate you uh, hanging out and checking out the podcast every week. Thanks again for those of you who checked out the Photoshop Summit or for those of you who got a VIP pass. Hopefully you're still watching those classes and it was a great event. I learned lots and lots of stuff from all the different classes. So hopefully you got to partake in that. And if you haven't signed up for the newsletter to keep track of what's happening here at the studio, make sure you do that. You can do that up on my website. I've got a bunch of free webinars coming up on all sorts of different things. Some new things coming out in Lightroom, Photoshop, black and white, some free, like I said, some free classes. I've also got some paid classes getting ready to announce the 2022 workshops. So lots of stuff coming up there, a couple of eBooks coming out. So lots of stuff there in the newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, go ahead and do that and check that out. This week's podcast, I wanted to talk about the contact sheet. I've talked about contact sheets a little bit in the past, but I want to talk about really the significance and importance of working with a contact sheet. And for those of you who don't actually know what a contact sheet is, back in the old days, When we were working with film and you had negatives, unless you were shooting slide film, in which case you got a positive when you actually developed the slide, you were dealing with negatives. So to be able to see those, you would lay out your strip of film onto a piece of darkroom and larger paper, make an exposure, and then you'd get to see a positive of all your negatives. And it would be all laid out. One sheet of paper held a whole roll of film or maybe four, four by five negatives. So you ended up being able to have a positive positive. Of your negatives, and then you would use that contact sheet to assess the photographs, make decisions about which ones to enlarge, which ones to print. Now, digitally, you can do that. You can go in and create a contact sheet in Bridge. You can create it in Lightroom, Capture One, whatever tool you use. There are layouts that allow you to grab a group of images, put them onto a single page, and view them as little thumbnails, basically. And you know, the average, I would say, contact sheet, you've got something in the neighborhood of, you know, somewhere between probably. 10 and 30 images that you might put onto a contact sheet to let you assess those. I am a huge, 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 did I say huge fan of contact sheets? And there's a couple of reasons for that. And it's one of the reasons I want to talk about it today in the podcast, because I think it's one of the opportunities you have to really grow your photography, again, in a meaningful way and in a quick way. Like I talk about printing all the time makes you a better photographer. Assessing contact sheets will also make you a better photographer. And even if you look at them digitally, I think it can make a difference as well. But having the actual contact sheet in front of you, I think is an interesting experience. You should at least try um, to decide whether or not you're going to use paper or, or screen only. Again, I like the paper. I'm a materiality, physical, tactile, touching persons uh, of my photography. So that's important for me to have that, but either way it would work fine. The reason the contact sheet is so interesting is if you think about a photographer, just any, and yourself included. And I asked to see some of your work. You're going to show me what you believe to be are the best images you've make. The, the kind of five-star images, the, the holy grail of your catalog. Those are what you're going to show me. The ones you're printed and you're most proud of. And that is a story. That is a context by which I could understand a photographer. But if you've ever been in a relationship, and I mean any kind of relationship, there's that and it's new. There's that kind of honeymoon phase where everything's good. And then after you've been together for a while, you start to realize like, yeah, they really don't wash their dishes as often as I would, or wow, you know, they, they're kind of messy and they leave their towels on the floor or now their shoes are always left by the front door. Maybe they wear shoes into the house and you want the shoes off. There's always, you know, little things we do to hide some interesting little quirks in our personality when we're first in a relationship, but. The contact sheet is sort of all of that upfrontness about who a photographer is. They get to air out all of the things they do in their approach to their photography. We don't see just the great part. We don't see just the great print. We get to see a lot more information. And from that information, we start to understand a lot more about the photographer. And this is why I think if you want to be a better photographer, if you want to critique people in a more interesting way, looking at their prints that aren't necessarily what they believe to be their greatest prints is really important because those images that are around that photograph. So if you think about going to photograph something and you approach and you say it's a a landscape, it's a streetscape, it's a set of portraits, whatever it is, and you shoot four or five frames, not a thousand frames because you're on continuous high and you literally have the same photograph 400 times, but you're actually photographing and you get four five six variations of a scene and then you move on to the next thing and you get two variations then you move on to the next thing maybe you have seven variations part of the experience of the contact sheet is it lets us see how does that vision voice style signature elements that you have how do those come together in the image how does your scene in evolve and change behind the viewfinder as you recognize And think about and respond to those elements of framing. That's the interesting thing about the context sheet is it lets us see how you got to the point you got to and where you then continue the story on that maybe you stopped. So Let's say like in a series of six images, maybe the second one is the most interesting photograph for you. But we also see, you know why you kept shooting afterwards. So, and I'm not saying that we need to stop as soon as we think we have the right one, because sometimes it might be the fifth photograph we take, but we start to see what was the psychology you had or what was the emotional context you had? What was the technical challenges you were having when we create that image? That to me is more interesting because that's where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. That's where we get to the heart of, are we selecting the best images to tell who we are, are we actually creating interesting images? Are we seeing in an interesting way? Did we miss an opportunity? The contact sheet can tell us as much about what we missed as as much as what we got. So, by looking at all those little images together, we get to see a much more interesting perspective. So, one of the things I like to do when I'm working with somebody on a sequence or a series is, and anybody who's taken my classes knows, when I say, oh, let's bring a few images what I usually mean is let's bring two, 300 images. You know, the more volume we have, the better off we are at getting to pick what is truly important to the story you're telling. If you only bring me three images and I have to pick three, well, I have three. But the contact sheet will also let me see additional images that maybe weren't considered or maybe as we sequence and we select these images, maybe, in the contact sheet, there's an interesting that, an interesting image that fits better than the one you would originally selected. It gives us a way of putting a spotlight on how you think about your photography. It allows us to see comparisons between photographs. It allows us to understand why you make some of the decisions you make. The other thing that's really interesting about that is sometimes when we only look at the Pretty photographs, the nicest of the photographs, we're not getting a complete story. We're not getting the full advantage of who you are as the photographer. And I'm not saying that we edit bad photographs, but sometimes in our own assessment of our work, we don't necessarily gravitate towards what is the most engaging photograph. We have our own biases, our own sensibilities of what we think makes a photograph work, and we get trapped into that. We get pinned into that pre existing behavior. Maybe we got rewarded with it. Maybe we made a good photograph and we got a cookie. Who knows? But we create this photograph over and over and over again. And by looking at the contact sheet, sometimes that can break that sensibility of repetition by default behavior. Instead, what we get is a fresh set of eyes looking at the image. And the scale is different, the size is different. Think about those little thumbnails versus a big image on a monitor or a print. So it changes our association to those particular elements. Once, you know, you've looked at the contact sheet, what you may end up creating is maybe two or three proofs, two or three small prints, two or three selections that would be candidates for the final image process. So instead of going in and saying, this is the one, maybe by looking at the contact sheet, you realize "Hmm, there's a couple of images in there that I could vary with a little bit. They change my response, my feeling to the photograph a little bit differently. I need to I need to investigate that further. So I'm going to make some smaller kind of images for that. I'm going to make some smaller proof prints for that and make some decisions from that. Again, because in the film world, they were all negatives and we had to convert to positives. We kind of didn't have a choice on that unless you got really good at evaluating negatives, which there are printers who are great at evaluating negatives, but for most of us, we needed that flip to the positive. So I think there's an interesting opportunity for us to, Be able to assess in a more meaningful way and in a different way how to approach those photographs. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm excited about people thinking about contact sheets and returning to contact sheets. It provides me, as the viewer, an interesting insight. It provides you, as the photographer, an interesting insight again into understanding how and why you're selecting photographs. And you're not mindlessly scrolling, you've contained the selection down to this group of 20, this group of Of 15 for the day. Let's say, like, you shot 50 for the day. You make five contact sheets with 10 on there, or or three with 20 on there. Whatever you have, you end up creating a little vignette into that experience for the day. I think the other thing that helps you do is it helps you understand the why you clicked the shutter, the reason that something captured your eye, and the reason you were willing to stick with it long enough to create a photograph that you felt at the time you were seeing it, you were seeing the world evolve and reveal itself through the viewfinder, that that shows up as a little movie vignette in those contact images, those six, eight frames, they show you that process. And that's invaluable for you to understand because the more you understand how you're responding and what you're seeing, the more likely you are to engage with that in a meaningful way later. Now, the other thing you could do that would really help other photographers is ask to see the contact sheet. And then you'll have to explain what a contact sheet is in some cases. But ask to see the contact sheet and have a conversation with them about how did you select this image? Out of these five, how did you pick that one? What was it about that? You'll start to hear things about their approach to framing, composition, those signature elements that kind of define their way of of creating frame and composition. You might hear about, a narrative story element. Maybe they like to the look in somebody's eye and there was just a glimmer of, of context that we get from that. But you'll start to understand that photographer better and be able to give them feedback based on what you see in the other images. It's like, oh, you know, I really like the, the eye contact in this frame, but I love the gesture posture in this frame. And so it gives the photographer some additional information about potentially what to look for when they go out again next time. The cool part about doing contact sheets is there's even a couple of books out there. Magna made a book called contact sheets. There's another book called contact sheets where you can actually look at the contact sheet of some kind of more famous photographs or famous photographers and sort of see how they evolved into their images that you select. And interestingly enough, even when I looked through those books about, I would say 25% of the time I would pick a different photograph than even the photo editor or photographer picked, Um, or I would have cropped it a little different because that's the thing when you see the contact sheet, when it's full frame you actually can see some of the cropping decisions a photographer makes which is also an interesting opportunity to see like do they crop properly do they think about cropping properly so you see those things when you look at the contact sheet so anyway those two books are available they've been out for a long time so you can probably buy them new still i think but there's lots of probably used copies out there if you want to pick something up off of abes or something like that have a great week behind the camera thank you so much and again take a little bit of time make some of those contact sheets i think up on my vimeo channel i've even got a little video about how to create contact sheets that i made probably four or five years ago at this time now you can check that out as well. Really do appreciate you being a podcast listener and have a great week and I'll see you next time.